Hey friends, welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show. I'm your host, Gabrielle. I'm so thrilled to hang out with you on today's episode, and I'm even more excited because I'm joined by my friend, Nicole. The first time I ever met Nicole was when we were down in Louisiana for the Live Original Retreat uh, for all the ambassadors. We got to go and stay on this super cool campground, and uh, I remember the first time I met Nicole was when we got picked up in the car coming... um, off the airport and going to the campgrounds and I remember just being so inspired by the light that she is and the heart she has for Jesus. A little bit about Nicole is that she's a graduate of Chapman University and received a degree in television and broadcast journalism. She's a two-time national title holder and was Miss Washington 2017 for the Miss America organization, where she served as an ambassador for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals and was an advocate for her platform, You Are Enough, developing a positive body image. She runs a food and travel brand called Nicole the Nomad and she shares her favorite smoothie bowl and latest snack obsession with her audience of over 2.5 million on TikTok and YouTube. Growing up as a competitive dancer, Nicole is active and always on the go. So you can find her at Disneyland or on an epic road trip documenting her adventures with her three best friends, the Miles Maker. She loves ice cream and is on the hunt for the world's best mac and cheese. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Tuvu. Tuvu is such an incredible app and it is a app that's transforming the social media game. If you are somebody who is looking for a feed that is chronological order, it doesn't have any of the rubbish and it truly values encouragement and is founded on kudo christian values then this is an app for you it's called tuvu t-u-v-u and get this because you're an inspiring honey podcast listener you get your whole year free yep that's right you get your whole first year free for the app just by being an inspiring honey listener all you got to do to claim that year free and join me on the app is click the link below Hey Nicole, welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show. I'm so excited to chat with you on today's episode. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. You are such an amazing person and friend. And I know anytime I've gotten to talk to you and hang out with you, I've just adored you. And I know all the listeners today will too. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Thank you. (laughs) So my first question that I ask everybody who comes on the show is, what are the most inspiring words that you have ever heard or read? That's a big question. It's a big one. Most inspiring words. You know, I don't know if somebody specific told me this or if it's just something rather that I've kind of gathered through life experience and going through different things but something that brings me a lot of comfort and is inspiring to me is to know that it does not matter what Mm -hmm. I do or don't do in life it does not change my identity and who I am in Jesus my my value and my worth is secure and who Jesus is and that does not change with what I look like with how much money I have with who is in my life with how successful I am or how big a failure that I'm walking through um 
when I get overwhelmed and stressed out, when I remembered that, it just takes a lot of pressure off and provides so much peace and comfort because I know at the end of the day, my identity is secure. Mm. Wow. That is amazing. That is such inspiring words and I just think so true especially coming from someone who has reached so much success and all the goals you've had you achieve them and and just hearing you say that and reminding us how much our worth is in Jesus and it's so much more is just so grounding yeah it's good so good um I wanted to ask too um, if you could just share about how you got to where you are now uh, with social media and if you intended when you started sharing on TikTok and Instagram for it to actually become your full-time career and for you to have millions of followers. I think you have like 2.5 million right now. Yes. Um, first of all, no, I didn't expect that, but it's it's truly the Lord. I don't mean that to sound cliche, but what I love so much about my story and this season of life is that I can't point to anything but Jesus because Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense. And I love that because um, we're not meant to get the glory, but I have always thought it would be cool to be a YouTuber and to be able to have a full-time career out of creating content and being on social media. But it was one of those things that I think I kind of disqualified myself from. I'm like, oh, that makes sense for other people, but that would never be me. And so although I tried, it was almost like I was good, but not great. And like, I kind of had some followers, but not really like not enough to feel super qualified or like of credibility I just I kept disqualifying myself and so when it all happened it happened so fast that I almost found myself asking for it to slow down because I didn't know if I was ready for it mm. so got to that place I was like no I've been preparing for this I have been sharpening my skills I've been learning I've been grinding for close to 10 years to come to a place where this could be a full-time job and so I knew that I was ready and God had provided a foundation to sustain it but when it happened it happened so fast that it really did catch me off guard I kind of always thought it would be a, a steady slow growth uphill and instead it was like I had kind of a micro following and then almost overnight blew up so that was a lot all at once but I'm very thankful and it has put me in a position to be able to do it full-time which has just been sweet and it's been honestly such a wild ride that's incredible first of all I just have to say um I love how much you just give the credit to the Lord like how humble that is and how incredible that is that you're saying yeah I have millions of followers but you know it's not me it's Jesus like there's not many people who are going to come from that place of humility and that just shows how much you love Jesus and how through all of it you're glorifying God and it's just incredible and also too like when you were building your platform right you said it took over 10 years but you just blew up overnight was there like a video you posted or a picture you posted that took you to like the next level well I don't say that to sound like a good humble Christian I truly say that because if you go back and look at my first videos the videos I was posting that were getting millions of views when my 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 account was blowing up they're not great (laughs) they're not good videos like you go back and watch those videos and you'll be like wait what because I go back and look and I'm like there's no way like these are awful I mean the videos I create now I'm confident and I usually don't post things I'm not proud of I've gotten a lot better over the last two years but I go back and watch those videos when I was kind of blowing up and they're cringy um 
don't scroll back. I'm embarrassed. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it was such a sanctifying and refining experience for me because during those years, I remember feeling really discouraged because I was putting in so much time and effort into this content that I was creating and I really cared about it. I'm like, Lord, I'm not just trying to post to post. Like I really do want to encourage people and give them hope and create good content that inspires people and, you know, be someone that is, is worthy of, you know, looking up to as a role model. And it just felt like nothing was working. So I'm, I'm really thankful I didn't give up because I almost did. And what's funny is the type of content that blew up was not what I had thought would be the content that would get a lot of views. About two weeks before the pandemic, when my account started to, to gain a lot, I felt the Holy Spirit at me and say food. At first, it was just a single word, food. You need to lean into food. And I didn't really know what it meant. It was kind of weird and off the wall and confusing. And so I ignored it. I was like, no, I'm not doing food. I want to be a travel blogger. I want to be that girl that stands on the top of a mountain in a flowy dress and takes a really unrealistic photo. That's what I want to be. And when the world locked down and I was kind of shut up in my apartment for a month and a half by myself, I didn't really have any other options but to cook and make videos. And so I started making these smoothie bowls and healthy snacks and pretty soon they were getting millions of views and it's funny because just a few weeks before the holy spirit was like food you need to lean into food and so i've had moments like that um kind of along my journey and in my story where god has given me something very specific that doesn't really make sense at the time and sometimes at least for sure in the beginning i I don't listen and i don't obey right away because it doesn't make sense and now that that's happened a few times i'm like okay holy spirit i'm gonna be I'm going to try to be quicker to obey the first time and not question your authority or not question why you're asking me to do it. Because at the end of the day, God is God, and I am mm-hmm. not. If he's asking me to do something, the best way to be successful is to be obedient. And so I'm learning, um, no matter what it is, whatever the ask is, small or large, to just say yes and to say yes cheerfully and to say yes wholeheartedly is is truly the marker of the kingdom. Mm. Wow. All right, everything you said there was so good, and and there's three points I just want to go back on because I'm just blown away by your heart for Jesus and just God's faithfulness in your story. First and foremost, I just want to say how encouraging it is to hear um, that when you look back on your old videos, they make you cringe because I think for anybody listening, like we have to remember we have to start somewhere, Um, and if God's prompting us to do something, it might not be the best that it can be, but we're going to do the best for him and how much fruit he can produce through that like your your story is such a testimony to that like God put something on your heart and you knew that this is a job that he had for you and it wasn't perfect but yet you still went out and did it Mm. which I always tell people too I'm like hey you can't create your 50th without creating your first Mm. so just make the first get to the point where you are willing to do something badly before you can do it great like you have to be humble enough to know that hey the first couple times this might not be awesome I might mess up I might fall on my face might be less than great but I'm willing to do something knowing that it might not be amazing and how incredible is that to remember that and how humbling and grounding to just know like we're just gonna say yes Lord when he puts it on our heart and it, it's not going to be the end product, but it has to be those steps that are going to be the building blocks to get us there. Because if you wouldn't have started 
those videos, you wouldn't be making these amazing videos now that are so professional and you're working with major, major brands. Yeah, that's so good. And one thing that I just thought of too is just because God's asked you to do it once and it didn't work doesn't mean he won't ask you to do it again. So mm -hmm. before I felt that nudge from the Holy Spirit to lean into food, I had tried food before. I had tried it a couple years prior when I was in college. I was a pastry chef and I had dabbled in posting some recipes on my Instagram and posting some food stuff to try to also be like a food travel blogger. And my food posts, my food content that I was creating was performing the worst out of anything I posted and it was the most discouraging so I stopped and I remember being like okay people who follow me don't want to see this they don't want to see recipes they don't want to see food and so to fast forward four or five more years when I felt the Holy Spirit encourage me to lean into food content I was like no God I've already tried that and then I think about the story where Peter I think it's Peter when he's in the boat and he had spent all night fishing and cast his net and didn't receive any fish and then in the morning Jesus says throw your net on the other side of the boat mm. and him to do it again and he's like Jesus no we didn't catch anything like I've already tried and he's like do it again he, the, the command was no different like it was the same fishing experience he had the night before when he didn't catch anything but then the second time his net and boat his net broke and his boat almost sank because there were so many fish and so mm. I look at that and I'm like wow because God's asked you to do something and you've tried it before and it doesn't work if he's asking you to do it again don't project your past experience on future expectation because anything can happen and again god is god literally anything is possible amazing honestly i'm just like so blown away what an incredible piece of scripture to share to relate back to this and, and god is so good like anything is possible with him just because like reiterating what you said just because he asked us to do it once doesn't mean he's going to ask us to do it again and continue to grow that and grow us and refine us in that and one thing I keep hearing you say and I think is amazing and I know you had told me a little bit about this when we were in Louisiana um was discerning what the Holy Spirit was saying to you and being obedient to the Lord. Um, and I know you shared a little bit with me about just getting up and moving to Nashville. And I would just love to hear how you just earn what the Lord is telling you um, when you went through this like huge cross-country move and in all different parts of your life from work to faith to relationships. Like how do you discern when you're hearing God's voice and, and how do you act on that? Oh, Wow, big question, um, but a great question. I think there's a few different things that kind of go into my answer. The first is time and practice. Like any relationship, you get closer to your friends when you spend more time with them and you talk to them more often. And so you're closer with the people you talk to more frequently. And so in same thing with your relationship with God, the more you talk to him, the more you're going to understand who he is, his character, and his voice. It's harder to hear God if you've never talked to him before, if that makes sense. And so I've had several experiences in my life that um, have been very clear that it's like the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And the more that that happens, I become familiar with what his voice sounds like in my life and how he speaks to me. And so just over time and growing in my faith and growing in my relationship with the Lord, I'm, I'm quicker to hear that because I'm familiar with his voice. And kind of like what I was talking about before, um, 
now where I am in this season, it's easier for me to say yes when I feel like the Lord is asking me to do something and it doesn't make sense because I can look back now at his track record and his faithfulness over 10 12-ish years of my life when this kind of first started to see, okay, God, when you asked me the first time, I was really hesitant. I didn't understand. I didn't know what was going on, but I said yes, and I stepped out in faith eventually, and you provided. And then little by little, every single time he's asked, the ask keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's hard. It's hard, one, to say yes when you don't know what's on the other side. But it's also hard when you're like, is this really God? Am I hearing right? Because, you know, I used to always struggle with the idea of am I hearing God or is this just my head? And so with the move to Nashville, truly that felt like one of the big, biggest acts God has asked of me yet. Because I literally picked up my life and everything that I knew, everywhere I was comfortable in L.A., and I moved across the country by myself with everything that I owned. I didn't know why. I didn't want to. I genuinely do not want to leave LA. LA has been my dream city to live in ever since I was a little girl in the woods of Canada, Montana. And so to be there living my dream, having the best time ever, and to feel like the Holy Spirit was asking me to leave was really hard for me. And it, I woke up at 4.30 in the morning, felt this on my heart, and I was like, there's no way that this can be God. He, surely a good God, a good father would not ask me to leave everything that I love. That's mm-hmm. not loving. Um, and I, I couldn't see it at the time. I didn't have the perspective that I have now, but I remember being angry at God. Like, why are you asking me to uproot and leave everything that I love? This is my dream. And in that moment, I realized how much I had made an idol of Los Angeles and my dreams. And I've just so gently felt the Holy Spirit say, do you love me more than your dream? Mm. And are willing to lay that down in order to follow me and I remember at first being like yeah of course if there's something better but then he also gently corrected me and I just got this sense that he was like yeah but what is what if there's not something on the other side would you still say yes simply because I asked would Mm -hmm. you obey because I'm your father and I am good and you're my child like it doesn't matter if I ask you to do something and you obey because you're going to get something, that's not why we obey God. We don't, we don't do things for God and obey him because we're going to get something. We obey him because he's God and he is worthy to be praised and he is king. He is the authority and he owns us. Like he bought us when Jesus died on the cross. That was the price he paid. And I remember just being so humbled in that moment when I, when I really understood what that was going to mean. And I had to lay down the idol of LA and the idol that I had made everything, um, not everything, but, but a big part of my life there and say, God, no matter what is on the other side, I'm going to lay this down and walk away from what I love because you're asking me to. Wow. Sorry, that was a long answer, but it was, it was most transforming um experiences and decisions I had to make because I could have said no I could have said no I'm gonna stay in LA like it'll be fine I don't have to obey or I don't have to go when you've asked me like I could have stayed five more years and then come to Nashville but Mm. that was another thing he very clearly told me he said I asked him I said Lord when do you want me to be there because I wanted to move in the fall I wanted to give myself a couple months just to process and you know end my lease in my apartment, find a place to live, all the things. And he clearly told me, 
by your birthday. And my birthday's at the end of May. So I only had two months to get my life together and get out of there, mm. which didn't really feel that realistic. But I'm like, man, even even delayed obedience is disobedience. If I wait mm. and come in the fall like I wanted to, that's still not really obeying what he's asking to do. Wow. I I love everything you said. I mean, all just amazing how you knew, like how God gave you the discernment to to understand and to identify what you had as an idol and then he called you to lay that down and said like even if there's not something better than what you think there is like are you gonna follow me and having to choose that obedience but also having to just go just like be prompted by the holy spirit and get up and go which i think is something that can be hard to so hard to do it's so hard to be obedient to god and 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 just pick up our lives and move and i love how you said that even delayed obedience is disobedience like what a truth bomb like what a a nugget to just take and to reflect on and and look at our own hearts and say wow like what is god calling me to do that i'm like not stepping forward in yeah that's good that Nicole, everything you said is just absolutely incredible. So, how you discerned what the Holy Spirit was telling you? You packed up, you moved to Nashville, and now God has continued to just be so faithful. And one thing I so admire about you is, amidst all the content that you're posting, one thing I consistently always see is you always point people back to Jesus. Whether you share something on your story or you write a caption that is just so truth-filled and just filled with hope and light uh, to inspire so many people with the huge platform you have. So how do you balance the darkness of social media and the pressure and the cancel culture that's like rampant, right? And all the hate with still being a light and still sharing the word of God so clearly and so boldly. Mm. I pray a lot. I pray a lot and just stay in communication with the Lord because I got to a point where I was a slave to social media. I was creating systems that were unrealistic and unhealthy of just creating content and posting content. And I was so, you know, strict on posting at the same time every day and follow the algorithm and use the right hashtags or else you won't be successful. And I believed it. I was such a slave to the rules of social media and it wasn't helping my accounts any. And I got to a point where I'm like, what am I doing? And I I shifted my perspective and my strategy to only creating if it was led by the spirit. Mm. There were times where I took a couple days off because I didn't feel in my spirit, like creating anything. And I didn't feel the Holy Spirit prompting me and so I try to be really prayerful about my content now and ask the Lord, like, hey, put it on my heart, what videos you'd have me make today. Drop down ideas of recipes you want me to create, things you want me to write, things you want me to say, how you want me to structure Because at the end of the day, like I said in the beginning, I only have this platform because of the Lord. And he has in, he's entrusted me with almost two and a half million people, which I still can't wrap my head around. And I don't take that lightly. I really want to steward that well and be responsible with that, but it's not mine. At the end of the day, it's his, and he's given it to me to steward. And so for those people, I'm like, if, if this is what I'm in, you know, kind of in charge of these platforms, this, this following, I want to create the type of content that God wants them to see and to digest and to hear, because we're, we're consuming so much these days that mm. I don't want to just add to the noise. 
nobody nobody needs that nobody wants that and I don't want to be part of that I want to create things that leave people filled up and inspired and full of hope and joy mm-hmm. whether that's a fun smoothie video or something that is a little bit more talking about faith mm-hmm. Wow, I love that, and I think that's just so incredible because you truly are such a light, and you balance it so well, but I just think it's amazing how connected you are to the Holy Spirit that even when you're making food videos, you're not just going off like, oh, this is a fun recipe. Like, you're really tuning into the Lord and saying, okay, Lord, like, what do you want me to make? And I think that's so inspiring for all of us hearing what you said to reevaluate and be like, wow, like, we can say the to God, no matter what our job is, no matter what we're doing, we should be involving him in every decision. And that's just such a perfect example. Yeah, that's so good. So I want to back up a little bit to when you were competing in um, pageants in Miss America. Um, And you were Miss Washington, which is incredible. And the fact that you competed for Miss America is incredible. Like God has just continuously opened doors and um, your faithfulness to him is just so evident. But one thing I really wanted to talk to you about is the platform you started with Body Positivity. And I just really want to know how that started and how being in pageants has affected your personal experience with that. I actually struggled with an eating disorder for about five to six years, and it was something that, I mean, it ties in with every part of my story because I am a food content creator now, and I remember in the kind of beginning stages of me starting my blog and feeling like the Holy Spirit was asking me to to feed people around the world. I remember saying to God, God, how can I feed people around the world when I can't even feed myself? And in that season of life, I was very insecure. I had very low confidence. I did not like the way that I looked. And I struggled with my relationship with food and exercise and body image and went through a season of having to peel back the layers of labels and things I identified myself with that I thought gave me value and worth like the fact that I had pageant titles or was a pastry chef all of these things that I let be my identity over being a child of God because I thought that's what made me good enough I thought Mm -hmm. that's what made me worthy enough to be in the room and as a friend to keep around Um, I wasn't confident in just who I was in the Lord and letting that be enough and so when I finally got to that place where I realized if you strip all of this away and and it all goes away no titles no job no internship no um know any other thing to hold on to other than you if I was just Nicole plain Nicole no frills no fancy accomplishments to hang on to and validate me is that enough and in that moment I was like no I don't believe that it is but I had to go through understanding why I felt that way to ultimately come to the conclusion that I'm only enough because of Jesus and what he did for me on the cross Mm. and nothing else can stand against that identity um so my platform when I was Miss Washington was about that helping young people realize that it does not matter what you look like it doesn't matter what you are successful in it doesn't matter what you feel like none of that defines you you're a human created with purpose and none of that changes as things in your life change Mm -hmm. 
That's incredible. And what a powerful, again, testimony to God's faithfulness. And I remember when we were in Louisiana, you telling me how God put it on your heart to feed the feed like millions and I remember having that conversation with you and just being like wow God is so faithful and and how he shepherded that in your life and and gave that to you to steward but also how that ties back to the eating disorder you dealt with and how that ties back to the pageants that God had you in um and I just think it's such like a full circle thing to see that you struggled with eating disorders, but then you go on to have a platform to inspire millions of people that they are enough, they are beautiful, and to give them recipes and, and truly be like feeding millions of people with all the recipes you're you're putting out and the fun videos you're sharing. I just think that's so incredible. Mm, thank you. Uh, and I really want to know too, like when you were in the pageants, um, and a lot of the times from the outside, it can seem that pageants can be kind of superficial. I mean, I don't really know too much about them, but from an outside perspective, they're beauty pageants. So how did that really affect your relationship with food and dieting and the way you look? Do you feel like that had a negative impact, even though you won a, a huge title? Yes and no. The there's tons of pageants out there. Um, there's ones that are called national pageants. There's ones that are called glitz pageants. There's scholarship pageants. There's all kinds of different categories. And I only ever competed in the ones in the national category. So as when I was growing up, some of the the one that I was competing in, you weren't allowed to wear makeup until you were thirteen because they were very adamant about instilling confidence in young girls and helping them realize that you're not beautiful because of the makeup you wear or the clothes that you have but rather helping them learn how to speak in public and how to make friends and how to interview for a job and how to write a resume really teaching girls life skills that will benefit them in the future and then the Miss America organization was the other program I was a part of which is a scholarship program that aims to give young women money to go to college essentially and so the ones that I did were never focused on outward beauty. Um, and so for me, like I just understood that that wasn't the focus, if that makes sense. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, when you're at the level of Miss America, of course you're surrounded by other beautiful women. But I think for me, I was more competing and part of these programs for the other things that I was gaining. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's interesting to hear how you give a different perspective on them because I've never really been around pageants, but I never even knew that there were ones that didn't allow girls to wear makeup until they were 13. You know, you kind of just see like the ones that they put on TLC. Um, but I absolutely love that and, and how incredible it is that you had those opportunities because I'm sure those skills that you learned back then help you even today. Absolutely. I think back so many times to how thankful I am for those experiences I had because it's helped me become a better speaker. It's given me so much confidence. And a lot of the connections I've had through my career have come from people that I've met competing. Wow, which is incredible because through hearing what you're sharing today and through hearing your testimony, it just is full full circle of God's faithfulness in your life and how every single thing that he's put you through um, and brought you to has led you to where you are and where he's going to take you because it just looks like continuous building blocks. And and just from you talking, it just seems so full circle and, and just evident of how God has continuously just prepared you. Yeah, 
Wow, that's so good. And I mean, I was young when I first started doing that. I had no idea the purpose and how this would play out in my adult life. And all along, you can just now see God's hand kind of threaded through all of it. He was always there preparing the way, putting the stepping stones in place that have truly led to where I am now. And it's not even that I've arrived now or I've made it now. Like, he's still laying those stones. He's still Mm. preparing me. He's still getting me ready for the next thing. And I think that will be true up until the day that I die. Mm. How amazing is that? I was actually on the car ride um, that I took today. I was actually listening to – do you know who John Foreman is? He's, like, the lead singer of Switchfoot. Yes. Okay, one of – he's, like, my husband's favorite artist. And one of the songs he came out with maybe last year or the year before is called Learning How to Die. Have you ever heard of it? Uh Well, this song always brings me to tears because um, he's a Christian. So I think all of his songs are written from a Christian perspective. And he talks in this song about how our whole entire life we think that we're learning to live. But actually, we're just learning how to die. We're just learning how to come home to Christ. Mm -hmm. And every time I hear it, it just brings tears to my eyes. And and what you just said there about how every single step you take and every single step God's putting on your heart is going to be preparing you until the day you die, until the day you go home to meet him. And that's all ultimately what he's preparing you for Mm, wow good that's so cool uh and I want to ask you like does God have anything on your heart right now that you feel like he's working you towards that you want to share um anything that you feel like he's giving you discernment on that are those next steps like do you have any ideas of where he's directing you next yes and actually I feel like I've gotten a lot more tangible um, pictures and just ideas and confirmation for them. So that's exciting. I really am excited about maybe opening a smoothie truck. What? What that looks like, but I'm also kind of in the process of writing a cookbook devotional. So the devotional slash cookbook and the smoothie truck, I think, are my next steps with um, obviously continuing to create content and be on YouTube and make videos, which is something I love. Um, I'm really excited about these next ventures and just growing and continuing to expand and scale and bring people on my team. So I'm overwhelmed and don't really know how any of that works. But yeah, God's given me some pretty clear pictures and um, vision for that. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited for that too. I cannot wait till your cookbook comes out. I am going to totally be getting a copy and a food truck. If I'm ever in Nashville or wherever you have your truck, that is one that I know 100% I want to go visit. Oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) And I want to ask as our last, well, second to last question, if there's a woman listening to this, which I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is just so inspired by you and in the faith and in the faithfulness of God in your life. What advice would you have and what inspiring words can you share um, to inspire someone to really know how to discern God's voice and act in obedience? Mm. Spend time with Jesus. Mm. The more you spend time with him, the clearer, you'll hear, the clearer you'll hear his voice and the more better you'll understand it. You'll be able to pick up on it and just ask ask God to make it clear, ask him to remove any distraction and anything that is not from him so that it is abundantly clear what he's asking you to do. And as you spend time in the word, I guess that's my second one, spend time in the word, because if you are reading the Bible, you know what the Bible says, it will be easier for you to, to obey because you know the truth and his word is in you. So I, I just encourage people all the time to really 
focus on developing and strengthening your relationship with God. Mm, no better advice than that. And my last question is, how can the listeners of today's episode connect with you, be inspired by you, learn your recipes? Where can everybody find you online? Nicole underscore the nomad. If you type in Nicole the nomad on pretty much any platform, I should pop up. But I'm on them all. I'm on Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I have my own website slash blog. So um, there's lots of ways to connect depending on what your favorite is. But um, yeah, I love connecting with new friends. So never hesitate to reach out. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Inspiring Honey Show. You are such a joy. Everything you said truly is just golden nuggets. I mean, like every single thing you said was just so truth-filled and so inspiring. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. I hope everyone was encouraged. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to tune in to this week's podcast episode and listen to the conversation I had with Nicole. It was so inspiring and encouraging to me, and I pray it was to you as well. Everything we do at Inspiring Honey is inspired and because of the scripture, Proverbs 16:24. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and soothing to the body. And I'm praying that this episode and the kind words in it were inspiring and soothing and kind to your soul. If you're not already part of the friend group, make sure to follow along on Instagram at Inspiring Honey. If you're not part of the email list, go ahead and hop on that. I have a link for it below as well as get this, our monthly podcast giveaway. This is so exciting and so fun. As a thank you for you guys leaving kind words and reviews below, I have decided every single month to do a podcast giveaway. This month, I'm giving away amazing things like barefoot foot dream socks, a candle, some beautiful pens, a notebook, and a few other awesome things. All you have to do to enter to win that giveaway is leave a rating and a review below. Once you do that, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at inspiringhoney or email it to me at inspiringhoney at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to connect with you in next week's episode and stay connected all week on Instagram. Have a great day.